podcast for the perimenopausal. You're joined by your hosts, Mrs. Berry and Mrs. Wu. Hello, we mixed <laughs> that up. We mixed it up. Um, Where are we again this week? Let's just start by saying we don't normally podcast this late at night. No. And I did give, give the um, opt-out option. Because, she did. But she needed to vent this I week. was like, we, well, and I was also like, we can't. We can't let our flushes down. No, we can't because they're so nice. And I think we've got a few new Patreons oh, this week. Oh, goodness me. Um, how, how, is your, how was your week? <laughs> okay, so my week, so I went away last weekend, which is warm well, well, Yes. And by the time I got in the car to actually go to Wollombi. So that's her annual family big Yes, the big Berry family weekend goes away. It's a family friend's farm. That's where the husband and I were actually married. Um, we've been going up there in some form or another for basically about 24 or 25 years. Um, but this family, annual family thing's been going for almost about 10, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, the stress of last week, as you know, and as mm. I know, and as our listeners know, last week was not a good one mm. for any of us. No. And by the time we actually got on the road at like seven o'clock on Friday night. You do like a late start, don't you? The, the tightened pain in my chest was just beyond the pale and it took a full 20 hours for that to go away. Do you know that's uh, anxiety? Yeah. Yeah. Because and I've had, I've had for the last two days, it's gone now, but I've had like a stitch just yep. here under yep. my rib. Yep. And I'm thinking, oh, I've got appendicitis because, you know, I like to just go straight to 100. Yeah. And then I remember it happening to me before and my mum said, you're under a lot of stress. Just do some deep breathing and I think it'll go away. It's gone away now. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of went, you know, to have pains in my chest for a number of days of all of last week. And for it to then take 24 hours being away with all the people you love. Are you going to go and get an angiogram? No. I'm just actually going to... I don't, actually, actually, I don't Just really Google know it. What, it's the best thing you can do. I don't think... I don't really know what I'm going to do. But... Oh, no, I do know what I was going to do because I then sent um, a, a note to some girlfriends saying, I am so tired. Every part of my body aches or it itches or it feels like it has bugs crawling all over it. I can't draw a deep without something hurting. Oh. I'm so sick of feeling like this. And I went, that's it. I'm not drinking until we go, Rob and I go to New York City. That's an awesome idea. Which is like three months. Easy, like, could yeah, actually do totally, totally doable. doable. I'm not drinking and I'm just, I'm going to do the exercises that the physio gave me for my back. So you're going to listen to some professionals. I'm going to listen to some professionals. <laughs> And then another friend of mine, uh, Kylie Pinwill, I don't know if that's how you pronounce her surname, she is actually a nutritionist, dietitian woman. She, is she fun at parties? <laughs> uh, do you know, well, I don't know her that well, but I'm fairly certain she is. Okay, good. Anyway, she I'm is... I'm normally very distrustful of nutritionists. Yes, same. Because they judge me. Exactly, right? I've had this whole discussion with her, right? Because she is developing, she's developed a 12-week program for women our age and and it's all about getting your hormones back in balance and it's all about life and you know and and i've said to her i really want to do it because i know that i am subpar at the moment mm-hmm. and i said but i have done things like that before in the past and i have opinions about them and not many of them are favorable mm-hmm. but i've got to do something okay well you know how i went to the gp last week yes and i had my bloods taken yes and I got a phone call a couple of days yes, later. Yes, yes. Saying, not urgent, but... Um, oh, I think that was a bit covered. Maybe they haven't heard a word yeah. I said. Not urgent, but um, we'll check later. Um, <laughs> no, we, we would like to make an appointment to come and discuss. It, it's not, not a problem. And so they've rung every day this week. I haven't rung them back to make the appointment. You haven't? Oh, weeks. 
Because oh, I just damn it. I know, I'm such a wuss. Just do it. Jesus, it's probably something like iron deficiency. Yeah. Or chlamydia. <laughs> or AIDS. <laughs> yeah, that'd be it. Genital warts. Maybe you just got some raging thrush. Oh, I would know it. If <gasps> I had some someone, thrush. someone in the flushes was talking about white wine. Don, was it Donna? Donna? No. no, it wasn't Donna. But she said that white wine was giving her thrush. And she was getting thrush like she had it in her mouth. I would give up white wine if I got thrush in my mouth. <laughs> to be completely honest, I just went. Is there no? Is there no redemption for women like of our age? No. It just you could get hit by hit by any number of sticks. Oh, and I got the, another cold. You did. You I went down again cold. on Friday in Chatswood Chase, getting the boys' haircuts. Didn't live at that fucking place. Getting the boys' haircuts, and all of a sudden, my nose started dripping, and my eyes started watering. It just and came on just like that. Within an hour, I said, "Guys, I've got to go home." And I spent three days. I went and got the Armour Force, which just gave me diarrhoea, which is the natural gluten free. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that means there was whatever it was vegan, put in. But that means whatever was in it, you already it was giving you but too much. But everybody on the Facebook page was saying it was swear by it. I swear by it. And then I just no, walked I've in. Had on pe- the, on I've the, had people had really bad reactions mm-hmm. to Armour Force. Um, and then on the second day, I walked in to see Elias at the pharmacy. I said, "Give me the drugs that I have to like go to jail for." <laughs> so I had to hand over my um my Suzanne VIP voucher card, which I thought was my license. <laughs> That's so good. Um, I tried to get into my building with the Op- my Opal card the other day. That was good. One of our I readers recently punched their pin number into the microwave. <laughs> I love that story. Anyway, I've got to tell you, within 24 hours, I felt so much better, like I could actually function. Oh. So last time I had this bastard thing for 10 days yeah, and I just took the normal codrils, but you get the super But you ones. take the pseudoephedrine ones yes. and you're good to go. So much better. Oh, anyway, back to my story. <laughs> so I'm going to do this 12-week thing with Kylie. Can, can you remind me when that 12 weeks is on because I don't want to know you. I'm going to report back, people, because I know there will be some in the crowd who are up for this sort of stuff. And the rest of you will be a lot like me and Woogs who look at this stuff with a side eye, just going... That's utter bullshit, mate, and don't like be part I, of it. When I tried to tell you to go and see the spiritual healer in Byron Bay. <laughs> I know. I still wish I'd done that. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> I don't anyway. think it did anything, to be honest. No, it was really good for you at that at point in time. time. I she did learn to punch she some did. pillows. That's right. She told you things that you needed to hear that were actually true. She told yes. you those things yes. at that time. Speaking of my mother... Um, <laughs> yes. I spoke to her yesterday, and I've still got this sort of croaky voice, and she goes... I'm just really worried about you. You just seem really run down. And then gave me a lecture about lifestyle and health choices. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yes, I like that. I the, love The her. care and judgment. It's the, it's the care pat, pat, hug. Slap. Yeah, the pat, pat, slap. It's a, I love you, I'm worried about you. Sort your shit out. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I've had a parenting shit of a week. Oh, okay. So, flushes. Uh, Woogs pinged me the other night. It was quite late for mm. Woogs, like yeah. 9.30. <laughs> And she was like, I was either going to call an ambulance, the police, or... The funny farm. The funny farm. Fucking kids. I know, and this is something that a lot of you are talking about at the moment as well, and you're finding teenagers really difficult. And then I've got people like... And like my friend, Deb, Mrs. Jenkins, right? She's got four teenage kids. They are beautiful. They are so lovely. And I said to her, yeah, it was two days ago, and I was like in the midst of my meltdown like questioning all my life's choices. Yeah. And I said, Deb, tell me, why are your kids so nice? She goes, they're absolutely petrified of me. I thought, that's so brilliant. Yeah, fear is good. I think a little bit of, but she's a real nurturer, so she will, she does everything for her kids, but they do not put one foot wrong because she does not take one scrap of shit. Yeah. Yeah, and when you and when you say she doesn't take one scrap of shit, what does she do, or what did she do when her kids were still finding those boundaries? Like when they would, like what did she do to shut that down and to and for them to know, okay, that's that's a place I can. Well, she die. had her kids really young. Like, so did she strap them? I think she's from the country, so <laughs> she probably tied them to a pole, them to a pole or yeah. something like that. Lock them no, in the cupboard but under I the just stairs. Think it's the luck of the draw, and then you know, I went to a funeral today. Of a, of a local girl who was in her early 50s who'd lived with her mother for a long time. She had a lot of health problems, 
um, some developmental delay problems. Right. Um, and it just makes you realise that, fuck, like, my kid talking back to me for one second isn't that bad. Like, it's annoying at the time. <coughs> I'm also... No, I don't, think, I don't think those two things... You can't, you can't put those two things into the same cap. Like, you can't use them... That's comparing apples and oranges. So you can't do a, oh, my God, your life could oh, just, just be over. I'm just trying to, like, a hashtag thankful sort of situation going no, on. No, don't be thankful. Your kids were utter, utter shits. Like, utter shits. And then they had a fight, and then one threw, like, Jackie sprayed Harry in the face with the aerosol. Oh, my God. Which of course is kind of is. a genius move because he knows he's small. Yeah. And that will give him time to get away. Yeah, yeah. But it's very stressful. I've cancelled all plans. Yes, good. Yeah. Anyway, that's so boring, isn't it? I just, yeah, and I, yeah, I don't know. I, and this was the thing I said to Weeks at the time. I'm so sorry you have to experience this. I'm so sorry this is part of your reality at the moment. And I wish I could say something or do something that would change it or be some sort of magic fix. I think what, what irritates me the most, Kim, is the unpredictability of it. Yeah. And when... When they start, you know, bickering and it's, it sorts, you can feel the electricity in the air and I don't deal with that very well. No. I, I like my older sister, she deals with it really well and she's got three um, and my younger sister's got two and she's just starting to, <coughs> to come into it now. Um, yeah. But Jesus, it's hard work, teenagers. Well, we all know from last week's episode about the... I had the eye of the storm I was in last week. Yeah, how's that going now? Uh, I still have not seen or heard from him. He's at home. I'm calling him the night walker. Mm. He's not talking to me. Why is... He hasn't responded to my text. Okay, so just quickly, in 10 seconds, fill in new people. Oh, uh, had, had the opportunity to go back to uni to do two units that he failed last year this semester was really betwixt and between about whether he wanted to go back or not. Um, We had many discussions about it, which I always said, this is, you have to make this call. Made the call that, yes, he was going to go back. Missed the train. I ordered an Uber for him at 3.30 last Thursday morning to get him onto the 4.20 train. He cried when he was leaving the house going, I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. I'm too tired. So, of course, to me... Because they're always tired. I'm always fucking tired. They're always tired. I'm like, you're 19. Like, fuck. I'm 46. You don't even know what tired is. I own that word. Anyway. And now, of course, in hindsight, I'm thinking, oh, God, he was thinking... I was thinking about the moment. Like, he was tired and he didn't want to go. I wasn't thinking it was the whole thing. Anyway, from what I can tell, he got as far as Lithgow and then came back. Mm-hmm. But why is he now not speaking to you? How well, that's the thing. He didn't come back to me. Yes. Well, he didn't. I pinged him that morning and said, are you okay? Where are you? And then and when I saw him, when I was, um, where's my friends stalking him? <laughs> He's sitting in a park in Mount Victoria for three hours. I was like, can you please just tell me that you're okay? <clears throat> no response. And I haven't had any response since. Nothing. But you know he's home. Yeah, he's home. So why haven't you stormed into that room? Well, A, because I've not been there very much. Fair enough. Uh, You haven't been there very much. So I was away Friday. So he didn't go to Wollumbi? No, because he was working. Okay. We're going way off track here with this conversation. Anyway, so yeah, everything's going really well in my house too. (laughs) Look at us kicking all the parenting goals. Well, you know, we... So I don't know if he's like... He thinks I'm angry or he thinks he's upset. I think it's time that you you put your mum hat on and go in there and... Oh, yeah. You have to. I have to. Well, but you see, he's at work again tonight. He'll go home at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Well, maybe after this we should go to the pub and see him. I've taken my bra off. (laughs) Speaking of pub, we've found a venue for our $100,000 (coughs) catch-up. $100,000? Oh, I just a bit of wee came out with that cough. You have to stand closer to this. A bit of wee just came out with that cough. Oh, God. This is me being sensitive to all of you that can't cope with it when I eat. So I ate all day today, so I don't She ate all day, um, and I have got chicken twisties, but they're in the kitchen, and they're not being eaten until halfway. No, I can't can't put any more food in this body today. Can you believe who is running the world at the moment? Oh, my God. 
How good was that Batuta advocate headline today? Did Which you see one that? Was it? No. <clears throat> Can you but, not do that? It's I can't. It's, you've given it to me. I've got this some weird cough. It's all your fault. It always is. <laughs> um. So, yes, I went to Wollombi. Had lots of big sleeps. Oh, so the headline on the Batuta Advocate was Western society now dictated by blokes who look like an uncle that starts shit oh, at Christmas. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> There's also an awesome meme going around. I'll try and find it now and put it up on the Facebook page of uh, Donald Trump and then Boris and then Benny Hill. And they all look the same. Oh, dear God. Oh, God. That's just horrifying. Hey. Yeah. You know how I work full time now? Yes, I stuff? did. I, I like and look at my bedside table. I did enjoy your magazine. <laughs> I'm so pleased. Did you like the you know food tech processing? I did. I I loved it, and I I like your the flavor of the editor's letter is very you. Yes, I'm quite. I was yes, quite happy with that. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. Sometimes uh, I'm nice. <laughs> uh, I bought myself something shiny and new. Of my very own uh, laptop. Oh, good on you. Yes. It arrived today. You're like a Luddite. <sighs> no, I've got a nice, very shiny computer at home, but I didn't have a laptop. I also don't own an iPad. I've never had one. They're useless. Why would you have one? I don't know. Lots. Of, everyone seems to have an iPad. Oh, no, I don't have an iPad. Don't you? Well, I did until kids lost it. And oh, then Jack did a pirouette on one. So he wanted to see what it looked like upskirt. Oh, for God's sake. Yes, that one's good. Have kids, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Ugh. Can I tell you that how sad my life is? is the biggest joy at the moment is uh, watching Love Island UK. I'm so concerned about you watching that toxic television. It's the best thing I've ever, ever seen I think in it my just, life. I'm just concerned. Speaking of concerned, yes. how are you feeling about the death of Margaret Fulton? Aww. Well, I just... Who didn't have that? My mum had that cookbook. Yeah. Yep. Well, everyone, I think I think every woman in Australia had that cookbook. But remember when we were like in our 20s, who was the cookbook that came out? It was orange and it had the sort of rainbow stripes. Was it Stephanie Alexander? That was Stephanie. Yes, that was her, her tome that came out. Jamie Oliver was also really sort of instrumental when we all just sort of were in that early 20s. I'm supposed to be going to an event next week with... Um, What's the Master Chef and people? What are their names? Gary. Gary Mir? Ma? Ma, whatever his name is. I wonder if he's going to George go George and the other one. I think that's preposterous. Nah. That they wanted a 40% increase in their wage, which they were given $1 million a season. It's just the greed. The greed. It's the greed. And, you know, you know, the Wasband works in hospitality. Yeah. There is no way on God's earth that George Columbaris did not know that he was stiffing his staff. Of course he didn't. He did. And we know the story about me when I was a finalist. Yes, can we well, tell that again? Because I, I'm very... We can say it with Venom now because I got really angry the other night when I was watching the final and then I remembered what a see you next Tuesday he was to you. Yeah, I know. Okay, so we're talking about um, which one? Uh, George. George Columbaris. So in the very, very first season of MasterChef Australia, I got which to the beautiful top, Julie Goodwin one. Which Julie Goodwin one, and she was in my group in I the auditions, love her. right? She made a lamb backstrap with sweet potato chips. Yum. That I know, right? But that think about that now compared to what they all cook. I know. Today, hilarious. And anyway. Um, we did our thing. I, made I don't think like they, a... they can hear you well when you're sort of lying down like that. And Why not? This is how I was last time. Some chins sort of stopping the vocal cords. I think I need cords. to go to the toilet. Okay, we're going to have a break in five minutes. Okay. Anyway. Oh, I don't know if I can last that long. Um, actually, no, I've got to go. No. Okay, we'll be back. We'll be back. Um, you just sing some music. No, I'm not singing some music. Or oh, press the button. Oh. The red, yeah, press the red button. Okay. Yeah, Three, two, one, and we're back. We're back. Okay. Um... Okay, so we just had to have an emergency toilet situation. Yes. Um, which brings me to something that happened to me this week, which you might find relatable. <laughs> I went out for um, lunch. All I wanted was a cheeseburger because I hadn't eaten all week because I've been living on like Diet Coke and Codrills. Yep. And mm. so two of my mates said, yep, yeah, let's go to Mickey D's. So I went to Mickey D's at Gordon. 
I ordered a cheeseburger with extra onion. Right. So they bought me a cheeseburger that had no meat and just cheese and onion. Oof. So I sent that back and explained to them what I wanted and they came back with the same thing but more onion. And then I was almost about to start crying. <laughs> and Mrs. Jenkins went and sorted it out for me. Um, and it was delicious. It was hot, piping delicious, hot, salty fries, like the whole thing yep. straight in. Young'uns, listen up. Get your pen and paper ready. <laughs> As you get older, when you eat greasy food, it tends to exit the building rather quickly. Yeah. So... We'll come back to why you've just had to have a break. <laughs> but after my cheeseburger delicious festivus, we went and had our nails done. Oh, no. And because I get shellac, look at the dreadful colour I chose this week. It's so bad. You do? It's Tahitian hooker. Yes. I've been, I've been sick. I've been making really bad decisions. It's better, anyway. It's better than a coral. And Can I finish? <laughs> So I'm sitting there and they're soaking the old shellac, which was like dog diarrhea brown. Yeah. They're soaking that off. So they had half of it off. And then all of a sudden, the cheeseburger churns hit. Oh, the cheeseburger churns. The cheeseburger churn is like, write that down, trademark it. Yeah. I um, need that pen. There you go. Oh, and we, people, we have a clipboard. I know. Paper and a pen. Because she kept me waiting for a long time. And I, I was, did. Anyway, well, you know. so I had to go to, I said, oh, can I have the bathroom? And my friends are laughing at me because I've got one hand that's wrapped up in tin foil. Uh-huh. Jeans on. And <laughs> diarrhea imminent. Oh, God. Um, you know, we're women. We manage to do these things. We can do so many things. We can. We're very. On paper, that was an impossible task. But I tell you what. I came back and everyone clapped. What happened about your cheeseburger churn? It just hit then. <laughs> she had a cheeseburger on the way over. And, uh, and she's going, I said, we'll break in five minutes. She goes, oh, no, no. It's on there. Oh, that's right. We, we, we can record it. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome all our welcome. potential sponsors. And welcome new listeners. <laughs> Can I tell you, we've been doing this for a couple of years now. And yes. we've got, uh, we have got the best listeners in the world. Like, True. We've met mo- oh, most of them. We've met a lot of them. We have. We interact a lot with them. Um, They are the absolute best. But fucking Mamma Mia brought out a new podcast this week. Oh, no. Is it for women our age? No. The day she does that is the day I knock on the door. But it's it's like a half-hour daily podcast about pop culture. And it's fucking number two in the charts. Like, we got up to number four, but we have been blood, sweat and tearing. That's not fair. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What can I say? Well, something that's uplifting, please. We're better than that. Clearly not, because they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're making money. And I don't care, I'd do this for free forever. Uh, I really would. Yeah, I know. Same. Well, so far we have. <laughs> what have you got here? Oh, world leaders. Yeah, we've talked about them. Mm. Uh, fighting teenagers. I don't want to talk about them anymore. But Why I needed to podcast this week. Because I just need to... Oh, so I need to give you an update. So I decided I wasn't going to drink, right? Oh, yes, let's get back to that. The impossible dream. (laughs) I wasn't going to drink. I'd have to put that one down too. (laughs) The impossible dream, self-care. Self-care, go and have a nap. No, that's just called depression. Yeah, I've actually decided, like, I love a nap and I can nap hard, but I'm actually wondering, I I don't know, because then I have... That, the, that night, then I sleep really badly. And I wonder, like, if I, I think just we all sleep. need all... to power through that day. Look, sleep is... But been... I can't power through it. Like, I will literally fall asleep sitting up. That's what happened at Wollomba. I fell asleep sitting up on a chair on the veranda. Remember when you fell asleep in the car on the way back from Bathurst? Oh, you was... were driving. <laughs> that was a bit of fun, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, micro nap. Just Get back! In Springwood. <laughs> As we're about to come down the mountain. Tell me about um, your non-drinking. Yes. Yeah, so... Does it make you feel better? Do you sleep better? Oh, well, this is only on Sunday night that I made this So decision. today is Thursday? Yes. So, so, so far, so good? So Monday went very well. <laughs> Tuesday? Tuesday. And we had the opening of our, our roof, like our rooftop 
Bar? Um, bar at work. <laughs> it's not a bar. It's like an outside, you know, a, a tables and chairs on the roof, right? Yeah. And apparently this has been seriously like 10 years in the making and it's just, yeah. Oh, thank God you hadn't been, had to be around for all those 10 years of I, talking about it. I know, right? Yeah. So anyway, we're up there and, and, um, and I had a glass, would have of, been there, had dude, a glass yeah. of rosé and a sausage. Kim, oh, that's one day. A sausage sandwich. And then got down, back down to my desk. It was only when I got back to my desk that, you went, that I went, oh, oh fuck it. <laughs> Damn it. <coughs> and then yesterday was date night and I wasn't going to drink. And we went to our favourite place for dinner, Puntino, down in Woolloomooloo. And we thought our, the most, our beautiful Chiara, who's one of the waitresses there, was going to have to leave the country because of her visa issues and stuff. And so we were actually really quite sad going, thinking that we'd missed her. Uh-huh. hadn't been for like since Robert moved, blah, blah. Anyway, so we were sort of like, oh, I can't believe, you know. And we arrived and she was there and we were so happy. I actually cried. And then of course... Oh, there's was, a surprise. And then it was like, oh, well, no, I have to have a glass of Treviano. <laughs> and then and then I was like, no, I, I never... I, I never have dessert when we go. Like Rob well, always. Well, that's why I didn't even soup. offer you an, an alcoholic beverage when you got here. No, because I thought and you so were then I was like, no, I'll have an affogato, and of course I'll have that shot of frangelico with that affogato. Oh, some things are just go. It's like peas and carrots, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? And then Kiara brought us out a little shot of limoncello and a little shot of the Mandarin equivalent of limoncello. Oh, that would have like my, my esophagus would my guts would have not liked in. Oh, no, that was really good. So, anyway, but today, I haven't drunk anything today. Yay, for Kim, you had a cup of tea. Two out of four. Hey, but but do you know what? No, no, I'm going to stop you. Yes. I'm a big believer in not putting huge, big, massive limits on yourself. Well, I am with you on that. I think it's, like, really fucking... Setting yourself up for the fall. But it's also... Self-deprivation, and it doesn't matter if it's cheeseburgers that you're going to shit out in five seconds later, or curly whirlies, or what am I eating at the moment? Like <gasps> those blackcurrant pastilles, the lifesavers blackcurrant pastilles. I, I can go through four of them a day, and I have been. But there will come a time that I'll go. I've actually had enough of those now. They, they, you, they'd be making you shit fly out. Do they make you shit fly out? Oh, probably. <laughs> it's so hard to work out what it could possibly be. I still haven't done that poo stamp, stool stamp thing. Oh, why? Just poo in the ice cream container and be done with it. It's just humiliation. (laughs) Speaking of which, we're going to have a five-minute break, so um, the cheeseburger churn can go and make sure she's got it all out. (laughs) And young and tender, young and lovely, the girl from Impanima goes walking and when she does, and she has an Aperol spritz and goes... And we're back. The cheeseburger churn is well and truly over. (laughs) And now it's my favourite part of the week where we listen to you. That's right. Okay. Karen asks, okay, we've both probably got a bit to say about this. What do you do when your son has just been diagnosed with autism and you're feeling very lost? Oh, Okay, so my son was diagnosed with being deaf 24 hours of age Mm. Um, and I know that your first son was born and we tried to rebirth him last week (laughs) to no avail Um, Uh, so yeah we knew from Oscar well Oscar was born very uh, so he was prem and very sick but then and it took 10 days back then to get the blood results and so, so we knew from 10 days that he officially had issues issues well, that revealed some of the issues. Mm. Um, can I can I give her a rule that um, who yeah, is this person? This is Karen. Oh, Karen. Hi, Karen. Um, because I've I've got some advice. We're going to snap through these two, by the way. We do need to snap. Uh, okay. The, one of the people that helped me the most was uh, the um, support worker from the Genetic Support Association, and she said to me, "Kim, you have you have your." 24 hour wallow and you she said she would have an assessment with her daughter she said i would go home and i would sometimes it was a good assessment if i got to the car before i was crying yeah and she said and then i'd go home and you drink a bottle of red wine and you cry and then you scream a lot and then you have a day of just wallowing in it and then you go right because you have to this is this is the thing that has just held me steadfast from you know the day Oscar was born, was how 
is my behavior and how is my reaction and response and my actions helping him? So me getting, me just wallowing in a sea of pity and, and sadness actually did nothing to help and support him. But you have to allow yourself. Absolutely, I agree. And And I actually, my advice is that that's your your day. I took about six months. Oh well, yeah. I mean, you know, because our problem was that they were were then looking at whether his deafness was the least of his problems. Yeah, yeah. So then we go down that whole big scary path of going to pediatricians, getting tested, Mm, doing mm. all of these things. Um, so and can- actually, I will clarify that. I mean, that is once you're on the road, what mm. you're talking about exactly when you first find out. Oh, that's a completely like, different. It was just like I couldn't and, and celebrate when you... having a baby. No, like, no. But obviously, your son's a lot older. But you, you do, you need to be kind to yourself. But you do then also need to, uh, yeah, you need to give yourself that time, and then you need to pick yourself up. And the best thing that you can do is arm yourself with the best people. Yes. The best people around you. Um, I went to the Shepherd Centre with Jack. We had an audiologist who I adored, um, you know, and, and now he it's just part of who he is. And it was it was just, you know, and I'm not saying, I'm not like saying that, that what you're going through is, is, is any worse or less or it's, it's terrible when you not dealt with a, a child who you, you know, put an order in. Oh, <laughs> a diagnosis of anything when with your your child is it's, completely and utterly devastating. It's devastating, Karen. But I know that you sound like you're feeling really lost, and he's just been diagnosed. So give yourself that time to 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 you know just feel sad, but it's going to be okay. But you also have to then arm yourself, and there's a number of things that you will. There's a number of pieces to your armor. One is a support network. And you need to, and you will over time, build a support network of other people who have a similar experience to you. So you will have all your girlfriends or or your your friends that you already have, but you will then find another network of people who who get it. I like I'm still in contact with my Shepherd Centre. Yes, exactly, right? Uh, And you then also need to find support. You then need to support find the medical and education and emotional and psychological professionals and if you do not like one if you do not like how that person talks to or interacts with your child looks funny like a blink that's it you do Mm. not go back to them you do not say oh but apparently they're the best it doesn't matter i think i went to seven shrinks before i found the right one for me right yeah, you know, it's the same sort of thing. And you actually, I think it's one of my absolute life skills now is I can go in or meet a new specialist and know within less than a minute whether that person is a good egg or not. So like your gynecologist, you said, we're going to need a bigger speculum. Yeah, because he's a good egg. He's hilarious. He is a good egg. Uh, the other thing, the other term that I have always found really helpful in a weird way is the concept of living grief. So that you have this cheery. But you have this child that is yours obviously and and you, and you love, love them, them and life oh. goes on you still have a life like everyone else has a life you have your family everything you still live that life but then there is always a kernel of you that is grieving for who that person could or would have been was it not for this thing that they have been laden with and if anyone says to you god can't give you any more than you can't handle you you have my permission to stab them just you just kick them in the nuts or in the lady garden you kick them hard hard tracy asks and this is a good one how the hell do i deal with being a constant sweaty mess layering i've told you no it's not it's are you drinking because that just makes it so much worse caffeine caffeine and alcohol are just which is just so sad. I know. And do you know what I also find? Really sugary food. Oh god. So, so, so get this. Fucking depressing. Fatty food just makes you go to the toilet. Mm. Sugary food just makes you sweat and then fucks up your adrenal glands and makes you depressed apparently. Oh, well, there you go. So yeah, there's an answer. You need to carry a little hand fan with you wherever you go. Or the towel. And the towel. Or move to Canberra. No, because Canberra gets as hot as Hades in summer. Linda, I'm only going to answer this super quickly because 
not everybody watches it. What do you think of The Handmaid's Tale Season 3? Well, I've just started watching it tonight before Kim came over. And Detective Stabler is the new commander, and I don't get it. I have you no idea what you're talking about. Handmaid's Tale. You haven't watched it. Nope. You're not allowed to watch it. It, it, it like it's only borderline making me psychotic. Yeah. It would send I, you to the yeah, fucking... Yeah, I just... That's why I couldn't watch it. Donna. <gasps> hi, Donna. When... No, this is a different Donna. Oh, hi, when different Donna. When will my teenage boys, 16, 14, get their shit together? I think about 25. 25. 25 is the benchmark. I've heard that. Mm. Uh, Vicky. Oh, Vicky. Hello. This is my beautiful Vicky Finch. Why does my daughter want to spend a ridiculous amount of money on her wedding? Why does it bother me so much when I'm not even paying for it? Just yeah, Vicky, you, you just got to let that shit go. Uh, let her <laughs> cash. And, yeah. you know, I think I spent... Do you know nine, what, Vicky? Nine grand on my wedding, including my dress. Uh, yeah, mine was six. Yeah. Yeah. My well, dress... Like my a... dress cost... Mum's... Mum's uh, current season, Carla Zampatti, shift dress and jacket cost more than my wedding dress. Yeah, my wedding dress was made by Mrs. Gascoigne. We sat on hay by elves in the garden. Mine was made by Shirley Hastings. Who's this? Just she was. Uh, she was eccentric. She was an eccentric woman. It was a skirt and a top, and it had uh, not like a fold-over collar. collar. No, it was very normal. And I was also sixteen weeks pregnant, so every time I'd go in, she'd go Oof, like that. <laughs> and did you kick her in the balls? Oh God, it was so long ago. Well, I went to a place called um, Cash Palace, which was the place at the time. It was in Paddington. Everyone yes. used to get their dresses done there. Yeah. And the lady there took an instant dislike to me because I was fat. Um, and then she cancelled my dress about four weeks out before the wedding. Wow. Yeah. So then I found a nice non-fattest dressmaker in Roseville and I wore green. I'm very happy about that. Yeah. Fuck um, you. She died though. And Vicky... Yeah, my, well, my Shirley died too. She died. Uh, oh, note to self: do not be bridesmaid. Do not be dressmaker. <laughs> um, Vicky, it, you need to not worry about it. And it also means when you get to there to the reception, you just drink them under the table. And you, you and then you take a, like a carry-on bag and you put bottles of booze in that bag. <laughs> a couple of lobsters. You take a couple of the. You can take a couple of the table decorations. Yep. Yeah. You you can cash in on this, Vic. Okay. <laughs> you could even come out on top. Pauline, and ooh, this is a loaded one. Why are exes and their wives such asses? Oh, uh, we can't answer that in tonight's. We can't give that due course. All I can say is, Pauline, recently I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and I've been researching a lot of things about forgiveness. And I'll tell you what, it really does free up a lot of space in your mind. It really does. It really does. Pauline, and do you know what? It's probably quite fresh the way you're speaking. Um, it just it's the next chapter, mate. Yeah, and also just go and listen to Esther Esther Perel's um, podcast. She is this amazing French uh, relationship advisor, and she's so good. Can you repeat the name again? Est- Esther Perel. So Esther, like normal Esther, and Perel is P E R E L, and she does this show where. Um, she interviews a couple. You're moving around a lot. I know. Well, because I can't lean on my hands because they ache so much. And then I can't lie back there because I'm too far away from the thing. And then... Well, maybe we uh, have to go back into the studio. Uh, maybe bed no. podcasting isn't as no. fun as we thought it would no, be. No, I don't know why it was so easy last week and why it's difficult this week. Because you were drinking week. last week. Oh, God, that'll be it. Um, anyway, she does this beautiful podcast and... <sighs> There's so much, there is so much in that statement. What was her name? Pauline. Pauline. There's, there's so much in that statement. And you know what? Yeah, some some exes out there are dicks. Like that is a complete, you know, that's just a home truth. But there is, that person's probably going to be in your life for the rest of your life. Yep. Can I tell you my... You cannot hold on to that anger. You cannot no. hold on to that rage. You cannot hold on to circle, everything being... Circle a date and then move on and I promise you your life will be so much better um but also but you need to then you need to upskill in how you're going to do that yeah i mean it's not going to happen overnight no it will happen i can't be in the same room as my mum and dad right because of the flirting oh that's that's unsavory yeah since i they've been divorced since i was eight and they are and they always said they were the best of friends they should never have gotten married i was like well dude thanks for getting married because i'm here but um you know they just should never have gotten married oh anyway God. Janine asked, does anyone else get a hot, just a hot face? 
just lately my cheeks are hot like red hot it's very annoying i'm not sure what to do apart from a cold can get a cold can and roll it across my face if, if that's all it takes roll it across your face i do when i get my hot flushes they start in my face yeah same and then go down my neck though mind you and then i'm on fire mind you when my before i had my underactive thyroid diagnosed i would get a hot head just my head yeah and sweat would pour off me but just my head mm. So check your thyroid. And get one of those cold towels. We've talked about that. Yes, the cold Donna. towel. Donna. Is this our Donna? This is our Donna. This is lovely. How can this community support you both through the rough weeks? Oh, I actually wrote back and I said, just by you even asking that. Oh, my God. I know. I know. And, and we're not bunging it on. We're not. No. We're everyone, not who, everyone who listens to this podcast knows that. There are no airs and graces here. There's no fakey McFake. Can we just point out that earlier on we had to pause it because I had to do, do a cheeseburger churn poo. Oh, no. So there's no... But isn't that lovely, When things Donna? are shitty, things are shitty. But thank you, Donna. Um, and we are very lucky to have each other. We're very lucky to have a great group of uh, independent and friends who are together. Yep. Um, and we're lucky that we've got people like you, Donna. Thank oh, you. Oh, I actually wrote. Oh, here we go. Oh, you guys are also generous with your love just by being here for everyone. Plus, we are both on mental health plans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so true. We're going to be at the Logies next year. Oh, my God. Natalie says, I just wanted to say I'm having a really shit time at the moment and listening to you two ladies is lovely. Oh, See, that's what, that's, that's why we do it. And we have had a lot of beautiful and, – and if you have got a spare moment – on iTunes, you can go and review us because some of the reviews are lovely. I, I love the one that said they are like just cranky and fabulous. And oh, <laughs> someone so did say that they were just really, really cranky and loud. And I was like, yeah, that's us. Jenny asks, why do I not need to go to the loo or even think about it <gasps> to get the I, hell out of I my read way? That. I'm going yes. to wet my pants in a nanosecond. Yes, I know. Do you know every night when I go to take my like my head meds? Almost immediately, I have to go to the toilet. Like, just going... And it's like, if I go into a bookshop, I have to do a poo straight away. I can't go into a bookshop because when I go in... Jesus, Kim. Then there's bowel movement and pressure. Jeez, is it the paper? I don't know. It's an association with... Maybe the paper... Maybe you used to read a lot on the the toilet when you were a kid? Yeah. Maybe it's the stillness, the air, the stillness of the air... I don't know. I met Mr. Wig when he was working in the bookshop. I know. I think that's so lovely. I know. It's like Notting Hill, but without the orange juice. (laughs) (laughs) You know all the world leaders are fighting teenagers, right? Yes, Aline, we do. Beverly, why are my boobs so sore? And I feel like I'm up the duff. Metallic mouth. And I'm pretty damn sure I'm not. I'm 48, have had half my plumbing missing, and on my third marina, for fuck's sake. So metallic mouth can sometimes tell you that you're stressed. Oh, I was just going to say, I always have metallic mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I did a little research for you, Beverly. Um, if you're a bit tightly wound, yeah. you know how I was telling you that I had rib anxiety? Yeah, you can and get what, metallic mouth. You, you had chest pain? Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah. Uh, your boobs but the boob sore, thing. that sounds like a hormonal yeah, thing. Yeah, Beverly, like two months ago, my boobs were so sore that even Rob was not allowed to touch them. Sometimes before I get my period, I could fry an egg on mine. Oh, really? Mm. They get hot. Hot tits. You get hot tits. Mm. Wow. Swollen hot tits. You could fry an egg on them. Swollen hot tits. My period's due, which I think is why I ate basically the equivalent. I was basically a trash panda today. And then... Well, last week you, so you, were, you, you did your week on the, your day on the plate last week and it was... Oh, it was, it was quite substantial too, good. wasn't it? I have actually been... I've been air quotes good no i've just been eating like a normal human but maybe it's just the middle of maybe it's just thursdays i just go a thursdays. bit thursdays you know i've the calorie intake today has been staggering okay you sit down and be quiet about this because i've got this covered jennifer <laughs> where can you buy good quality white cotton and or linen t-shirts with a decent short sleeve okay bohemian traders online Oh, really? You know Bahamian Traders? Yeah, I do. Hmm. Size down. Um, and the other place to get them is, I, I know you're going to think I'm going to say Country Road, I'm not. Suzanne. Oh. Suzanne 
have them all year round. Really nice soft cotton. Yeah. Scoop necked. Not that long sleeve down to here, but it's not a cap sleeve like it's a normal sleeve. Oh, finding um, a normal sleeve t-shirt is go near to, on impossible. Suzanne, tell them Mrs. Wig sent you. We're best friends. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, you tried to you tried to buy a new whisker mirror from uh, with your Suzanne card. With my Suzanne card. No, I tried to buy my Codril like oh, your junky tablets. Right. Yeah, your junky tablets. Yeah. Um, Shirley, I'm going to hand this one over to you. Yes, I'll read it out. Sure. How low can one's domestic baseline go? I thought mine was as low as it could go, but I need less mental load. What do you mean a domestic load? So, you know, if you have high standards, so you spend your whole time dusting skirting boards. Oh, right. So she's saying, how low can it go? Because she thought hers was low, but she's... Like, it's the mental load. When you're a woman, you, you you have to fucking sign all the papers and you have to pay yeah. all the permission slips and you have to do all that shit that no one else thinks about doing. I know. Do you oh, know, oh, can I tell oh, you what I do? I don't know. Wait, if I don't it's know starting the to, to that. get me down, oh, I thought you would know. Yeah. When it starts to shit me, what I like to do is get a, um, a basket from the laundry. Yeah. Just walk through the house and put everything that's like... So I'm pointing at everything, your bra over there, everything that's not in the right place into the laundry basket and put it back in the laundry. Deal with it later. Okay. Uh, I think this depends, right? I think it depends. There has to be a point where, yes, there are things you are going to have to let go. So I'm Rob is learning to embrace the fact that the back room will never look particularly like my front room yes <laughs> but i'm a minimalist our lounge room will never look like mrs luke's lounge room i'm a minimalist and he's actually embraced it it's not like it's giving him grief he he's still in the you know oh my god this is so fabulous zone uh but you then need but you to, do have 50 percent more you people have living to, in your house than i do yes but you do have to then you have to let things go in some areas, but then create a space where you where you have victories. So if she's if, – is it Shirley? She's just got to let go of, say, the living room. Maybe it's just that her bedroom now becomes her, her oasis where everything My is in its – My bedroom is generally Where her, everything tidy. is in her its space, mm. its place, and, and she can walk in there and maybe she puts some things in there that it's actually like, oh. And so she just – you just have to reprogram with the her, other space. Um, oil diffuser on with her crystals and the yes, smudge stick. Yes, the smudge. She can smudge the shit out of that room. She can put the crystals wherever she goddamn likes. Do you remember what you said last week? Yeah, I'm going to shove them up my clacker. I'm going to get the crystal, dose it in the essential oil, and shove it up your ass with a smudge stick. <laughs> That's yes. right. You know, there was a full. I think it was full moon last week. Wasn't We're still it? retro mercurigating at the moment. Oh, do you know what that stuff like? Just don't even get me started. That's like I'm not. I'm not. I wish I had never said anything. <laughs> um, okay, going for Also, Shirley, it depends. If you have budget, just throw money at that shit. So and even like so get a cleaner. Even if it's just a cleaner once a once a month, like that comes in and just does all those things that you cannot you don't have the load to do. So taking everything off the bloody bookshelves and dusting them and that they just come in and do the skirting boards and the dusting and the... Okay, board now. Know. Yeah, board now. Um, I hope you got something out of that, Shirley. Uh, oh, Lisa. Going for a walk and people walking towards you two abreast. I love that language. And not moving over when they get to you. Just kick him in the kick shins. Them. Kick them. We're at the age now that... You can actually qualify for crazy lady. Yeah. Crazy hot lady. Yep. Um, so do you know what? Uh, Rob does this thing where, because you know how everyone walks along looking at their phone? And so someone will be walking right towards him and he won't move. Like he'll just keep walking because, you know, like they're not moving. They're not watching where they're walking. So I can't go to shopping centres And then they're anymore. like, they'll just walk into him. I can't go. And, like, well, I have to go to shopping centres because obviously I need food, but... Like, to go to it, I really need to build myself up because people just walk around. Gormless. Gormless. Like a slack-jawed yokel. (laughs) Okay, we've only got two to go. Eloise, when to let go. My father has nothing to do with his grandkids. He never calls and he's never met my seven-year-old. 
Gosh. When I bring it up, he ignores me for weeks. Do I give up? Yes. 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 If it's obviously it's making not even you, a Eloise, quick... yes. making you feel like shit. He's the one that's missing out. Yeah. And I know that you, you know, in a perfect world, every family would get along. Every family would be would be wonderful. But that's not life. It's I don't know one family that doesn't have some sort of fuck turd in their family. Yeah. And the fuck turd is your dad. And as as hurtful as that is. He's got your kids. I mean, you've got your kids. He never, call, he doesn't care. And that's hard to sort of swallow. Yeah. He's got issues, mate. Yeah. My, um, my kids have got, well, two, two grandfathers now, I had three. They turn up to footy. They go to everything, dance recitals. Yeah. They are so lucky. And your kids, Eloise, are lucky that they have you. And the fact that you care tells me that you love them. And the last one's from Christina. How's Mrs. Berry's fabulous cape going? Oh, the cape is spectacular. But do you know, because Sydney just, Sydney does winter so badly. I love it. In that it's like, you know, 20 degrees, glorious sunshine, light breeze. Like I literally, I leave home in the morning at like between 7 and 7.30. I'm in a single layer. Like this, Mrs. Wood can see it today, this like bamboo, bamboo sort of top. And a, and there is some sort of synthetic fibre in that. No, it's 100% bamboo. It's from Blue Bangalow or somewhere. Oh, that old lady shop. Yeah. Blue Bangalow. No, not that one. Not that shop. Well, show me. Yeah. Um, I can't. So, you know, I haven't worn it this no, week. it's bamboo body. Bamboo body. 3XL. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you betcha, baby. That is very baggy on you. It is lovely. Mm. It's very nice and drapey. It is drapey. What are you looking forward to? What am I looking forward to? Uh, I am going to Brisbane for a conference this weekend. Uh, I am... Is it like a gin conference? <laughs> you can't partake No, in? it's uh, food tech. So it's all the technical stuff with food production and manufacturing. Uh, but I have been asked by the organisers to chair all the events on one of the days. Oh, fabulous. Give her a microphone. Give me a microphone. You try and get it off her. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm taking my mother to a very special movie premiere of, oh. of a movie called Palm Beach. Oh yes, which um, has all the big names in it. Yes, I can't remember. Yes, and I rang her yesterday to remind her it was next week, and she said, "Oh, I thought it was tomorrow. I was coming in tomorrow." <laughs> so she could have been on the podcast again. You know, she's been on it before. Yes. 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 Back in the day. Uh, so yeah, so I'm doing yeah, so I'm doing that. I'm going. Uh, I'm a bit nervous because I'm going up to Brisbane on Saturday and I'm not home till Tuesday night. Don't like being. I don't bit like being away from home and my boys for you know. I don't know. It feels neglectful. But anyway, I'm dealing I think with that. That sounds fucking awesome. But I... <laughs> did I mention my husband's overseas for the next three weeks? And then, uh, but I am um, also catching up. With... I did. Mm. I know. Uh, but I am also, when I'm in Bris Vegas, catching up with a beautiful friend, a friend of mine, Murray, who actually designed our logo. And we used to work together a hundred years ago. Oh, our hot flush logo? Yeah. Oh, good on you, Murray. And so I'm going up to meet him and his fella. Got to get some tea towels and everything sorted out. We do do Anyway, thank you so much for joining us this week's hot flush. I'm sorry if we're not as peppy as usual, but I think we got there in the end. I think, no, I think we've, you know... I've taken this cardigan on and off a hundred times. You have. During this thing. I'm very hot. <laughs> and I've got to go and watch the the rest of um, The Handmaid's Tale. So thank you oh, for joining me. i to go in, home. As we like to say. Just keep plucking.